The anonymous landlord is more than just making profit from property. It's a system of automation and a strategy which will shape the way you invest in property forever. It's a quality of life, it's a way of life. It's a business mindset. The anonymous landlord will make loads of money from property and continue to grow wealth and assets without giving up time or energy or life. Because what's the point in making a load of money from property if you've got no time or energy to enjoy it? My name's Tom Sone, and this is The Anonymous Landlord. Chapter one, the private rented sector in England. Now, before I go through this, if you're a landlord with a rental property, whether it's tenanted or not, you can use my compliance audit and execute service. And you've got two options. Option number one, my lettings team at Pink Street will send you a template of the audit that we use so that you can do it yourself. Or option number two, my lettings team at Pink Street will do the audit for you. The audit will include your tenancy, the property and you as a landlord, and it'll identify any areas where you're not compliant with current legislation. We'll only send that report to you directly so that you can take the action necessary to bring the property, the tenancy, and yourself as the landlord up to the required standard, or you can just ask my lettings team to do it all for you. Either way, the goal is to make you, your property and your tenancy compliant with the current legislation. To find out more about that or to book the audit, you can contact me directly. It's tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. Or you can just search for my company. It's Pink Street Lettings. Or you can phone my company, which is 02392 864 Once again, you can email me, tom at pinkstreet.co.uk, or you can just search anywhere for Pink Street Lettings, Facebook, Google, wherever you want, or you can call us 02392 864 Chapter 1 the private rented sector in England. 1.1 Key Facts and Figures All data is from DLUHC Analysis of English Housing Survey 2020 to 2021, unless otherwise specified. In 2020 to 2021, the private rented sector accounted for 4.4 million households, 19% of the total. 65% of the total are owner-occupied and 17% are social housing. Housing over 11 million people. While the sector has doubled in size since the early 2000s, the proportion of private rented sector households has remained stable for around 19% or 20% since 2013 to 2014. Private renters are younger than those in other tenures. In 2020 to 2021, those aged 16 to 34 accounted for 43.5% of private renters in England, with 25 to 34-year-olds the most common age group of private renters at 31%. 
Adults of retirement age make up 8.6 of private renters, corresponding to 382,000 households. This is a 38% increase over the last decade, since 2010 to 2011. There are over half a million more households with dependent children in the private rented sector than in 2005, making up 30% of the sector. Private renters spend an average of 31% of their income, including housing support, on rent. In comparison, those buying their home with a mortgage spent 18% of their household income on mortgage payments, and social renters paid 27% of their income on rent. Excluding income from housing-related welfare, the average proportion of income spent on rent was 36% for social renters and 37% for private renters. 73% of private renters are working. 58% of private renters are in full-time work and 15% in part-time work. However, 45% of private rented sector households have no savings. In 2020 to 2021, there were an estimated 1.1 million households in England who received housing benefit to help with the payment of their rent, representing 26% of all households in the rented sector. There is a wide regional disparity in rental prices. Between October 2020 and September 2021, the average monthly rent in England was £898 per month. But in London, this was 1,597 per month. This contrasts with the Northeast, where the average was 572 per month. On average, private renters have lived in their current home for 4.2 years. This compares with 10.8 years for social renters and 16 years for owner occupiers. Of private renters who had lived in their current home for less than a year, 69% were previously in private rented housing. Currently, 21% of homes in the private rented sector are non-decent. The sector has the highest prevalence of Category 1 hazards, those that present the highest risk of serious harm or death. In 2020, 12% of private rented sector properties had such hazards, compared to 10% in the owner-occupied sector and 5% in the social rented sector. In total, there are 333 local councils in England, which play a vital role in regulating and enforcing compliance in the private rented sector. Councils are made up of London boroughs, two-tier county and district councils, metropolitan and unitary authorities. In two-tier authorities, most private rented sector regulatory functions are run by district councils. Regions in England with the highest percentages of private rented homes as a proportion of their total housing stock are London at 27.3%, the South West at 20.02% and Yorkshire and the Humber at 19%. The national average is 19.4%.
While two-thirds of private renters could afford the monthly cost of the average mortgage, 45% have no savings, and just 9.5% of households have adequate savings to achieve a 95% loan-to-value mortgage. The majority of households who moved from a privately rented home ended their last tenancy because they wanted to move. However, more than one-fifth of renters, 22%, who moved in the past year did not end their tenancy by choice, including 8% who were asked to leave by their landlord and a further 8% who left because their fixed term ended. 1.2. The people who live, work and invest in the private rented sector. Tenants. There are an estimated 4.4 million households in the private rented sector, housing over 11 million people. Landlords. There are an estimated 2.3 million landlords in England. Local councils. There are a total of 333 local councils in England. Letting agents. There are an estimated 19,000 letting agents in England. The private rented sector, PRS, has changed in recent decades. The sector has doubled in size and both landlords and tenants have become increasingly diverse. It is still an important home for young professionals and students seeking flexibility, but increasing numbers of families and older renters now also look to the sector for a stable and secure home. There is also great variety in landlords. Some are large corporates with equally large portfolios. Others are individuals letting a property as an investment for the future. As the distribution of the private rented sector properties across England varies, the sector can also look and feel different depending on location. The private rented sector must function well for all those who live and work within it. We have undertaken a robust analysis to understand the differing outcomes and experiences among private renters and how best we can support them, especially more vulnerable renters. We have undertaken similar analysis to understand the different types of landlords letting in the private rented sector. Detailed analysis through the English Housing Survey and English Private Landlord Survey continue to inform our policy plans and regulatory approach. A summary of this analysis is set out below. Private rented sector tenant profiles have changed markedly over the past 30 years. In the 1990s, a private rented sector tenant was most likely to be a student studying away from home or a young professional renting while saving up to buy their own home. Households with an older household reference person, HRP, which is the person who is responsible for the household or in whose name the property is rented, have increased disproportionately more than those with younger HRP, household reference person. In 2020 to 2021, there were 77% more private rented sector households with a HRP under 35 than in 1995. In 2020 to 2021, there were 157% more households with a HRP aged 35 or older than in 1995. Based on what we know about the financial and housing circumstances of private renters, 
we can broadly separate them into six distinct groups. Tenants. Category one, comfortable renters. Approximately 1.94 million households, 44%. Tend to be in managerial professions and or education to degree level. One in four expect to remain in the private rented sector. Unlikely to have low income or be in ill health. Most likely to need flexible tenancies. 71% expect to buy their own home. 36% of those who expect to buy generally hope to do so within two years. Tenants, category two, families getting by. Approximately 759,000 households. Spend high proportion of income on rent and unlikely to have savings. One in seven live in overcrowded accommodation. These renters are among the most dissatisfied with their current property. 34% report difficulty paying their rent. 37% have had problems with damp or condensation, most likely to be couples with dependent children. Tenants category three, low income savers, approximately 726,000 households, 16%. Low incomes and spend high proportions of income on rent, but have savings. One in five lead tenants are aged 25 or younger. The main need of this group is affordability due to home ownership aspirations. 87% are satisfied with the current property. 54% expect to buy, but generally not in the next two years, and they're in the private rented sector for relatively short time. Tenants, category five, struggling families, approximately 473,000 households, 11%. Very likely to be on low incomes without savings and receive housing support. Three in four are lone parents with dependent children. One in 10 is on the waiting list for social housing. 49% report difficulty paying the rent. 27% households expect to move into social housing longer term. More likely to come from a black and or other minority ethnic background. Tenants, category five, vulnerable singles. Approximately 424,000 households very likely to live alone and be on low income without savings. One in five tenants are in paid work. 55% expect to remain in the private rented sector. 81% are satisfied with current property. 50% are likely to spend five years or more in their current accommodation. 10% are currently on the waiting list for social housing. Tenants, category six, older renters, approximately 121,000 households, 3%. Most likely to have lived in current accommodation for five or more years. Nine in 10 are aged 65 or over, often long-term private renters. 87% reported being mostly happy with their current property. 82% generally satisfied with being in the private rented sector. 7% report difficulty paying the rent. From here on, I'm gonna to refer to the private rented sector as the PRS. The PRS still provides a vital home for students and young professionals. But as figure two shows, 
Over recent decades, there has been an increase in other groups who rent privately. For example, the number of households in the PRS receiving housing-related welfare has almost tripled from 411,000 in 2003 to 2004 to 1.14 million in 2020 to 2021. Compared to the 1990s, a PRS tenant in 2020 was on average older and much more likely to be living with children, to have reached a retirement age or to be renting on a low income. Change in the number of households by type since 2003-2004. The number of households with HRP aged 65 or older has increased by 74%. The number of households with dependent children has more than doubled. 566,000 in 2003-2004 to 1.3 million in 2020-2021. The number of households receiving benefits has increased by 177%. The source was English House Condition Survey 2003-2004 and English Housing Survey 2020-2021. Landlords. There are approximately 2.3 million landlords operating in England. Landlords have a range of reasons for letting out properties and this may affect their views on the role of a landlord. While not an exhaustive list, the graphic below describes five groups of landlords. We have segmented landlords based on patterns of compliance with legislation and good practice. The data shows that the majority of private landlords meet the legal requirement to rent out a property, 54%, and only a small proportion, 11% of landlords, have lower levels of compliance and awareness. Landlord groups based on English Private Landlord Survey Analysis. Landlords Category 1, demonstrating good practice, 30%, of the private landlord population. Landlords most likely to be compliant with both legislation and good practice indicators. Most likely to get information from a landlord organization and use this to ensure compliance. Engaged and knowledgeable about the quality of their portfolio. Concerned about legislative changes that may affect letting practices. Property is a significant part of their professional and financial plan. Aware of legislative changes and carried out relevant legal requirements. Landlord Category 2 Mixed Compliance 24% of the private landlord population. Landlords likely to report mixed compliance with legislation, though many comply with good practice indicators. Have some awareness of regulation changes, but overall do not feel as though they have a good understanding of these. Property is seen as a rental income and pension contribution. May not have carried out relevant document checks, but would have carried out safety checks. A bit more hands off and may not know all the details of their property. Not a member of a landlord association and rely on gov.uk and other online media and their letting agents for information. Criminal landlords. There is evidence of a small number of criminal landlords operating in the private rented sector. 
The exact number is unknown as the English Private Landlord Survey only covers landlords who enroll in the deposit protection schemes. Landlord Category 3, Meeting Legal Requirement, 35% of the private landlord population. Landlords likely to be compliant with most legislation, though less likely to be compliant with good practice indicators. Engaged and responsible, ensuring all legal and safety requirements have been carried out, especially relating to EPC, Energy Performance Certificate, and safety. Aware of upcoming changes that might affect letting practices and have some concerns about legislative changes. Property is viewed as a source of investment income alongside other economic activities. Landlord Category 4 lower compliance and awareness, 11% of the private landlord population. Landlords least likely to be compliant with either legislation or good practice indicators. Have limited awareness and knowledge about upcoming tax and regulatory changes. Get compliance and regulation information from informal sources. Most likely to be concerned with tenant behavior tend not to have complied with various legal requirements or good practice indicators. In work separate to landlord practice and detachment from property is reflected in letting practice. Criminal landlords often target more vulnerable tenants who may be less aware of their rights or unable to act on them. Behaviour includes scam lettings, frequent use of illegal eviction, harassment, theft, threats of violence and extreme overcrowding. Letting agents. There are an estimated 19,000 letting agents in England, according to data from the Property Ombudsman and the Property Redress Scheme. All letting agents are required to join one of those two redress schemes. Agents play an important role in the private rented sector. They support landlords to understand and comply with their responsibilities and they helped tenants find a suitable property to rent. The English Private Landlord Survey 2021 found that 49% of landlords did not use an agent. 46% used an agent for letting services and 18% used an agent for management services. Local councils. Local councils are responsible for enforcing relevant regulation and working with their local PRS usually to intervene in poor conditions, poor management or unlawful evictions. Local councils also have a duty to prevent and relieve homelessness, including by helping families to sustain their tenancies or access new properties. The government's new burdens doctrine is clear that anything which issues a new expectation on the sector, irrespective of whether it's legislation or guidance, should be assessed for new burdens. DLUHC will conduct a new burdens assessment into the reform proposals set out in this white paper, assess their impact on the local government and, where necessary, fully fund the net additional cost of all new burdens placed on local councils. Courts. Courts help to resolve disputes relating to the private rented sector. Cases are primarily heard in two locations, the county court and the first tier tribunal, property chamber. Examples of cases heard in the county court include claims for possession by private landlords, 
claims for unpaid rent or damages by landlords and claims by renters for damages for unlawful, illegal eviction and injunctions. Examples of cases heard by the first tier tribunal include appeals by landlords against local council enforcement notices or prohibition orders and financial penalties for housing offences. Examples of cases heard by first tier tribunals include appeals by landlords against local council enforcement notices or prohibition orders and financial penalties for housing offences banning orders and rent repayment orders. Others working in the PRS. As well as seeking legal remedies via the courts, tenants can seek support for resolving disputes from the letting agent redress schemes and deposit protection schemes operating in the private rented sector. Charities and advice organisations such as the Citizens Advice and Shelter also offer advice and guidance to renters about their landlord or property and landlords can seek support or guidance about issues relating to their tenants or property from membership bodies such as the National Residential Landlords Association, NRLA. Thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. But before you go to the next episode, I really want to hear from you. Just search Tom Sohn on any social media or just email me tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. I'd love to know your thoughts on this episode. And if you need any help with your own situation, just get in touch. I'll answer every email and every message I promise. Anyway, see you in the next podcast and remember, Being a landlord is hard. Being an anonymous landlord is easy. Invest, enjoy, repeat and grow.